Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Rataloid. I have an update for y'all. Hit us with it. So as we know, I am learning accordion. The bastard squeeze box of an instrument that I love so much. <laughs> and I need your help, community. The huh? Rataloid community. Because I'm now trying to figure out what songs would be most powerful to learn on accordion. What songs would hearing be played on that demonic box of noise could possibly get a good response from people. Now, I wish to one day busk with this this instrument. So I want to be out there, not just doing like classic, you know, oh, this sounds like Italy music. Ah, the sound of Italy. (laughs) It's it's the pizza theme from Spider-Man. But I also want to be out there doing like, you know, hit me baby one more time, Mm -hmm. which I feel that hearing that played on the strange... Uh, noise rectangle. Yes. Will truly stop passers by. So what, what other options could I possibly have? Harper, do you have any, any thoughts? Well, I've just got a couple here. Yeah, um, hit me. You're playing the accordion, yes? Mm-hmm. That would be, uh, you should definitely play the Levin Polka. Ooh, Levin Polka's a good it's plan. It's a good time. It's I like a that. good time. Um, you've also got Cascada, Every Time We Touch. Oh, that's not bad. It's extremely good. Um, because then I get someone macaronaing next to me while oh, I do it, and then you get the full vibe. You yeah, get, you've got to have that vibe. You've got to have that vibe. I think I'm trying to think of what other songs. I think could Bad Apple transfer to the accordion? Absolutely, yes, it could. Yeah. Pon pon pon. Definitely. Excellent. Yeah, good. I feel like you're creating these yourself. Why do you need our help? Because there are people out there who are wiser than I. And I feel that is the Rataloid fandom that can give me these suggestions. Real respect's real. Real respect's real. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> we know who you are. Yes, you listener. <laughs> I know who this you are. This is creepy as hell. <laughs> listen, I know like half of our listeners at this point because I just made all my friends listen. Yeah, actually, that's true. Shout outs. <laughs> Shout outs to our friends who listen. Thank yeah, you. honestly, I'm, I'm so glad you do. And I could not thank you enough for putting up with whatever this podcast is. Exactly. Um, it's truly powerful. It's just a fun, good, wild time. It's, it's just a fun, good, excellent, wild vibe time. This is a Vocaloid ranking and review podcast where we go in review order, release order for every Vocaloid and find out objectively which the best one is. Vocaloids are um, soft bank voice synthesizers with mascots attached to them that got really pop- popular in um, about late 2000s uh, and received kind of like a cult little fandom around them. And it's really interesting to go back and just look at the context of that time. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking wild time. Why voice synthesizers got so popular and led to one of them being on stage in Coachella. Yeah, it's, what the hell is this world? Why do we exist? This week's Vocaloid is Tone Rion. Let's get a little background. She's a Vocaloid idol or a Vocaloidal. 
Away. That's a quote from the wiki. No, you're yes, that's from the wiki. Me. Oh my gosh, vocaloidal, vocaloidal, uh, voiced by someone called Nemu Nemu Yumemi. Yes, um, who actually voices another vocaloid. Yeah, just she does. Straight up named after her. Just her. Apparently, she retired last year from being oh, an idol. Good on her. I know. Yeah. Uh, all I can think of is that one meme of go- the two with the two sausages, but it's geez, you mammy, why do you get two vocaloid? <laughs> How come Krypton lets you have two vocaloids? Exactly. Um, it was originally from an intended set of vocaloids that would all be based on Moe Japan's idols. So it's a specific. You know how oh. Neko- Nekomura was a corporate shill for. Hello Kitty and Sanrio. This is a this show is for one idols. for uh, an idol company, which makes, at least is on brand. It makes a lot of sense, mm. actually, because like, what is virtual? Uh, what is Vocaloid but virtual idols? So why not make virtual versions of said idols? Yeah, no, it's it's honestly a neat plan. It's this on is brand. I, honestly, just a direct hit to my head. Like, God, this is what half of them are. What How the did fuck? this not happen earlier? How did I not dawn on this before? Um, and her name means bunny and sleep. That's big mood, honestly. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. And with that, let's get into the look. So I ju- I've just got a couple quotes from the Vocaloid Wiki, because again, they actually have some really good vocal- visual descriptions of the design. Absolutely. So the original design, V3, has the distinct appearance of a cooking maid. However, based upon her background, the design is meant to portray an Akiba maid, yes. who is a cosplay girl whose role is that of a waitress rather than a cook. Yeah, so probably like those Akiba cafes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and her Vocaloid 4 design was intended to highlight her link to Yumemi Nemu, which, as in the Vocaloid not the actual human. Yes. Um, this includes a drastic change in color, scheming, and her physical features, oh, such as her hair and eye colors. Change. I love the redesign. Like I like both. I love the redesign. I love the redesign as well. Like, yeah, I love both. I love the colors in the first one. That yeah, one's it's really very fun. neon. It's very neon. I can see it really appealing to the otaku mm. sort of culture at the time because I was looking at it and I was thinking. What was anime fans, what were they into at the time? What was the big anime around that time? Yeah. So I did a little research and I found a list. Uh, some of these names you might know. I just found the notable ones. So we've got Steinskate, yes. Ano no Hana, yep. um, Penguin Drum, yep. Tiger and Bunny, which is, I think, a mech one. Kaon, I think, was still pretty popular around that time. And that definitely has... Like, I think it was made for its Moe cute vibes. Oh, Tiger and Bunny. I should watch this. Yeah. No, they're superheroes. They're superheroes. Not My mechs. mistake. I oh, no, those are mechs. That's absolutely... Are they superhero mechs? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's the question of is, um, is Kamen Rider mech? Uh, is Kamen Rider mech? Because they get the big robots. They do. Yeah. But yep. then is it mech? I wouldn't call it mecha fiction necessarily. It's a different style. I don't know enough, honestly. Oh, valid. Um, I like, I actually, I love her design. It gives me very, um... Studio Trigger vibes. Oh, I see what you mean. She looks like she's in Pro Mesh. She looks she like she's does. in Code Gears. She does. Not absolutely. Code Gears. Not Code Gears. No, wrong, wrong. Um, um, Gurren Lagan. Gurren Lagan. Could totally see her in Gurren Lagan. Could yeah. totally see her doing that. Uh, the, just the green and pinks together makes me think Pro Mesh. I love green and pink as a color combination. Yeah. It's nice. Do of course green and pink make you think of Pro Mesh. Yeah. That's like the color of the flames. It's yeah. so dope. Yeah. That's such a fun movie. Uh, so, hey, everyone go watch Pro Mesh. I mean, you don't have to, but hey, it's a fun movie. Go watch Pro Mesh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I recommend it, is what I'm saying there. Uh, um, the V4 design, though, yes, is so soft and cute. It, it's a much softer tone. I think the one thing about it, and this is not a criticism, yeah. just looks like she's about to fucking shred some snow slopes. That's great. And honestly, I'm so into that. Yeah. I um, want to see her skiing down at top speeds, pigtails flying back. She's absolutely just bashing through trees. Um, I also just want to call out the color scheme. Of pastel blue, yes. pastel pink, and white. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. You're That's the what I'm saying. Real recognizes real. Real recognizes real. 
Uh, it it's really cute. Like uh, she has a great look to She's her. So cute, just such a cute design. Um, Again, the Moe factor is real. And she's cute. Yep. The colors of the redesign are so pretty, softer. And yeah, that winter outfit design is really enjoyable. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm always a fan of pastels. That's oh, who I am. Pastels are just good colors. They yeah. are soft and I don't have to think too hard about them. <laughs> <laughs> They're not confronting in any They're way. They're not confronting. Okay. Her last, her previous version had some confronting colors. This, this is true. They were bright. My eyes were like squinting. Like, ah, Colors. Uh, uh, I'm super positive. Yeah, no, same on the, on on both the design. Of these. It's really um, just... Even I, like the, the maid thing. I think with the maid... Yeah. yeah. So you go. I think with the maid thing, another positive thing about that one is, again, it leans into the robotic Android yeah. virtual idol um, design, which I'm always a huge fan of because that's what they're meant to be. Yeah. I think that's what the newer design is lacking. Well, the other thing is that like... Uh, okay, that's fair. Mm. I was going to say that the maid thing is it's so easy to go wrong with it. Oh, absolutely. Um. And it's a, they they managed to keep it really tasteful. Mm. It's mm. not creepy, which is impressive. Yeah, yeah, and like what yeah. I will say, why you I, I agree that it's like a less on that fandom sort of thing. Yeah, if you compare it to who she's meant to match with, Yumemi Nemu. Oh, totally! It like, makes so much sense. It fits perfectly the two of them together. Yes, yes. So combined with the um, and everyone look up the other design of yeah. Nemu Yumo um. Yumemi Nemu. Yumemi Nemu. Yeah. They totally match way yep. better. Absolutely. So it's it's, it's just so going it's, for a different aesthetic at that point. It's definitely a change for the better. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, I Yeah, I love it. I'm happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Personality time. Personality time. Personality. I don't think there's much there. There's not much. Uh, she's I, friends with her other Vocaloid, which is very funny to me. She's friends with herself. She's friends with herself, which is... Maybe she's like her younger version of herself, Aww, or like her imaginary yeah. friend. I like that. That's and nice. they're just, you know, it's cute. It's sweet. I um, like it. I can't find much content for her, though, is what no. I found. Which is a huge shame, because I really like a lot about her. Yeah, no, same. I love her design. I, I hate spoilers ahead, but I love the, co- the voice. I really like the voice. So what do you think then went wrong as to why she wasn't used as much? That's a really tough one to say because it was like, maybe because it was the first one to be really marketed towards the anime otaku fandom. So it just never, like they didn't catch onto it fully. Yeah. Maybe people like, you're marketing this specifically towards me and it's kind of annoying. Yeah. And, uh, or they were still, people were still catching on. Oh, maybe it wasn't quite fully realized fandom yet. Yeah. I mean, like, this was still early in V3's time. Apparently, she was the least popular release for Vocaloid 3. Wow. Um, so, it may even mean, like, they didn't know what they were doing with the marketing. Oh, perhaps. Perhaps marketing. Yeah. There's marketing a lot, could let it down. A lot to do with the marketing at the time. Um, which is a shame. I feel that's really let her down because yeah. her vibe is delightful. She is delightful. Um, I tried looking up headcanons for her, and all of them are incredibly strange. Yeah. One of them said she's definitely killed someone, which was a lot. I don't, I don't think she has. Well, oh no, wait, you know what? I did find something on her personality. Oh? This just reminded me. So I, I was going through the, like the links and the sources they use for wiki yeah. uh, in the wiki. And I found this one that was like a blog spot post um, that someone has made. And I really wish I could remember the link, but I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. But basically on the blog spot, there was a video source they had taken it from where it was like a uh, interview with her. Yeah. So like the virtual diva. Interview. Oh, that's fun. That's really fun. Apparently it was played at like, it was meant to be, she, the, the interview was at the show and she was there. And apparently she had traveled from the year like 2094 or something. Oh, that's awesome. And she wanted to become an idol. And she was there at this bar going, 
please let me work here oh, yeah, so I yeah. can become an idol. She was 16 and born in the year 2095. Yes, that's what it is. She performs on the Dia stage, which yeah. is like uh, the brand that she works for. Exactly. Um, located in the future Akihabara, set 100 years from the current time. That, that, okay, so, hey, hear me out, hear me yeah, out. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. V3. Yeah. That is when she has first traveled back from the future. Yes. So that is when she's first appeared back in our time. That makes sense. And is performing. And V4 standard <gasps> is when she's gotten used to it. She's found her own aesthetic in this current time period that yes. she could upkeep in her own way. I love this so much. Yep. Yes. Welcome to the Raiderverse. Welcome to the Raiderverse. You have, you have now entered the Raiderverse. Um, I actually super love this idea because, hey, we got some character development yep. in there. Be future stuff, always cool. Yep. I, and then I, she I, became yeah. friends with Nemo Yukimura. No, it's like Nemo, how do you say it? You Memi Nemu. You've actually made me like her so much more than I originally did. We're geniuses. We're geniuses. We're Pay geniuses. us to write your Vocaloid backstories. Oh my gosh. God, I hope one day we get a chance to do like a Vocaloid After the Dark Twitter account like Ryan from Emoji Drum does for emojis. Oh, could you imagine? Too much power. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fuck it. I'm positive on this. I'm Boom. so positive Boom. on this. Fix the character. We did. We fixed your character. Pay me. No, you don't have to. This is all for fun. It's true. Yeah. I like money. Uh, I like having the money to survive in my day-to-day -day life. Can't relate. Anyway. I'm positive. <laughs> Me too. Positive. I'm positive on this personality yeah. that we've technically created with for her from the source material, so I think it still counts. It counts. It counts. It counts. So let's go on to voice. Entering a voice zone. Uh, I'll go first. The song is called Kimi Gasora Koso Kanelashikere. That was very well done. Thank you. It means thy sky is sorrowful. It's by Honeyworks, I should also add. Blast. That's such a nice song. Yeah, it, oh, Honeyworks makes good stuff. Honeyworks makes good stuff. I, I just want to talk about the video for a second. Yeah. Because it gives me extreme Ghibli vibes. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful animation. It's really nicely animated. I love just the line work on everything. Yeah. Um, and then the song itself is just really sweet. It is, uh, it is gorgeous. For the voice, like it suits the voice. Yeah. Her voice is high. It's cute. Yeah. I think my only issue with it is that uh, I think sometimes it sounds a bit nasally. Yeah. So what I was going to say is like, this is a flawed voice, but I really like that. Mm -hmm. I like that it's flawed. It's not necessarily strong. No. I think there's a lot of songs where I think she's not used well, but mm -hmm. when she's good, she's really good. I think, I don't know why, but it feels almost more deliberate with this one than with others. Interesting. So I, that's why you would say you prefer its flaws than you with the others because yeah. it feels more purposeful. Yeah. There, are, there are other vocaloids that feel like they're trying to be everything at once yeah. and thus they excel at nothing. Whereas I feel this, I don't know why, but this one feels to me more like it was a choice to go for that softer vibe and it works better at I, that softer vibe. I could totally see it being a choice, especially with like the idea that she's trying to become an idol, but she's still finding her way, yeah. you know, she's still learning her voice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like she's only meant to be 16, right? Exactly. So, yeah. And also I work it works in the song. It feels almost laid back in it. Definitely. Like it is, it is it's a, soft. A, yeah, it's a soft love song kind of vibe, which I really like. It's really gentle and good. Even even with its flaws, I just love this voice a lot. Me too. Yeah. Me too. See yours. Uh, mine's called uh, Poken Color is the English translation. Yeah. Let's do it. And I, I believe it is also a demo song as oh, well. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's it's a really cute voice. It's it, I think that song especially accentuate yeah. accentuates the cuteness. Like yeah. it's like this what she do. This what she, she do. Cute. I mean, you really found a way to my heart because that is basically a polka. Exactly. Um, and I hate you for knowing exactly. what my brand is. Oh, did I did I appeal to the polka lover within you? How JT? dare you call me out with my love for uh, uh, hey, weird folk music? Hey everybody, JT likes polka. How dare you? My dark secret revealed. Don't tell anyone how I live. <laughs> you you hunched over you the accordion. <laughs> yes. Harper comes home at midnight. I'm hunched over the accordion, just hair over my face. Don't tell anyone how I live. If I'm coming home at midnight, I'm probably too drunk to know that That's you're most valid. playing accordion. <laughs> too drunk and also too energetic. <laughs> Late night jitters. Don't give Harper Red Bull. It was once. <laughs> And I will never forget. It's the funniest thing in the world to oh, me. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, like despite all the flaw, like despite flaws of the song, which the sorry, not the song, the the voice there, there. Yeah, it just it feels like it's purposefully going for that cute vibe. I never thought it. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say purposely going for flaws. It's definitely going for the cute vibe. Yes, yeah. It is mahe. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up wrestling. Um, but I've, to- I've told you about this interview that I read, but there's this really interesting uh, Japanese pro wrestler called Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. who's uh, 50 years old, terrifying man. But there's this great interview where he talks about what makes a wrestler interesting. And it's not that they're good at everything, but it's that there's areas that they excel at, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a dude who does his best to be good at everything, all that you have is this gray blob of kind of uninteresting because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like there's no nowhere to grow, mm-hmm. right? All the best wrestlers have always been like, He's really good at this one thing, like a really good power wrestler. But if you take out his legs, what's he going to do? That's you know, true. That's you, true. It, like you need to have flaws to bring out what makes you interesting to watch. And I think that applies to a lot of character work, right? Nobody likes the perfect character. I agree. I just wanna, I just wanna ask because yeah. play devil, devil's advocate here. Because in the past, we have marked down vocaloids on the fact that they don't have enough, like range or like they're too specialized for one thing that's a good point so what makes this one different i mean i i would argue probably me reading the interview has changed my outlook on it right because oh. like at the end of the day i'd never thought about it in those terms and that's i never true. thought taking that application to other characters so, whenever i played yeah. D, i always wanted to have like a good range in everything that's true that's true so i could do everything yeah which actually fundamentally isn't that interesting. Mm. What you've got there is a perfect character. Which, yeah, perfect isn't interesting. No, you what you you need flaws. You need something to battle up against. So that's okay. So, but also, yeah. I we're not going to go back and re-rate all. No, this exactly. Vocaloids, and, and yeah, it's it's a really tough thing to find the balance there. Absolutely. Sometimes there are vocaloids that like are hyper specialized and just still aren't that interesting. Like, Tonio is hyper-vocal, hyper-specialized to be an opera singer, right? Absolutely. But, even then, he's not a fantastic opera singer. Ah, there it is. He sounds good. Yeah. But he doesn't stand out. Exactly. He's not a standout um, example of opera. Like, I listen to Nekomura, and Nekomura, you listen to and you go, that's a fucking good voice. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that one is hard to call any specific area, but it just sounds dope. Big Al, I listen to and I go, this voice has major flaws. Yes. But also I truly love it when you go deep and you do something cool with it. When you, like all and that sort of stuff, right? That's really excels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think it's it's good to have those areas of excelling. Like Kamui Gakpo. Yeah. Right? Another I really one. liked his voice mm. for the depth that he could get, but he's not a perfect 
thing. I'd say, I'd say the same goes for, for tone. I think you're um, right, actually. Yeah, I can see what you mean. And it's interesting because I feel like now you've also flipped my perspective on it yeah. in a really positive way. Yeah. And I think that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing I run into is that, like, I like Hatsune Miku. Oh, totally. But I'm not going out of my way to listen to Hatsune Miku that much, Incredibly if that makes sense. valid, yeah. Because she can do everything. She does do everything. And that's great. Yeah. But also it's not actually what I'm interested in when it comes to music that much. You want something a bit different, a bit more interesting. Yeah, if you check my Spotify, right? Like yes. my most listened to songs, it's never going to be someone who does all the shit in the world, you know? Exactly. I know, it's just a personal thing. No, I think that's really interesting and super important to bring up. Yeah. So so when it comes to tone, like, even while it's not a perfect voice and it's got a lot of flaws, it's something I really enjoy listening to. Absolutely. So I'm ultimately positive on it. Yeah, no, same. I, I think I'm positive as well. Again, lots of flaws. I mean, at the end of the day, it's do you like listening to that voice? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't think there it's one that I'd, I'd actively go out and seek as much as I do other vocaloids. Yes. Uh, other vocaloids. But she's nice. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, Big Al, I actively seek out, right? Exactly, exactly. But I'm not doing it for all of them. No, totally. Anyway, thank you for listening to that deep personal rant (laughs) (laughs) on music taste and stuff, which means it's ranking time. Absolutely. The ranking of Vocaloids. Enter the ranks. No, I didn't close the coin flip. We're fine. Yay. First up is Tone Rion versus Kaito. It's always Kaito. Uh, He is the middle ground. He is the bar against which all Vocaloids are measured. I like her look so much more than Kaido's. I prefer her look so much more than Kaido's too. The personality that we've created is fucking fantastic. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm loving it. Because the, they give us the good building blocks. And I, I think I like her voice more. I would actually say I like her voice. I mean, again, my bias is towards the higher voices. Yep. I know. I Big Al knows. I, I do like Big Al's voice. I know. I call it, yeah. My main gripe is with his design. His design is perfect. I don't understand. Looks like a McDonald's manager, but we're moving on. <laughs> a McDonald's war criminal. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. All right, so um, better yeah. than Kaito. Better than Kaito. Which means, let's do another coin flip. Fuck, Big Al. You know I prefer her design to oh, Big Al. I mean, so do I, Yeah. ultimately. Yeah. I uh, like Big Al's voice so much more. Again, I can see what you mean with Big Al's voice. Yeah, I think I prefer Big, Big Al's voice. I, I, I want to give it to Big Al purely because of his voice. Yeah. And he does have a fun personality with our war criminal machine Gundam thing that we've created. But see, her designs are just so much better. But it's the main part of the vocal, like the voice or the design. Uh, that's true. It would be the voice. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Big Al. Yeah. Stop it. Another win for my boy. Uh, which means it's off against Kamui Gakpo. Oh, uh, tone. Yeah, with a bullet. I'm with tone. As much as I like Gakpo's voice, it's tone. It's tone. Uh, it's, we, we've entered the V3 times, and yeah. V3 designs are so good. They're so good, honestly. I think this is where Vocaloid really started to fucking pump yeah. it. So now, I mean, like, they got the money now, right? Exactly. From They got that Miku money. They got that Miku money. Yeah. <gasps> Rin and Len. Rin and Len, forever hard one to get, for me to... Yeah. Because um, we have to keep in, uh, into take into account their impact the and impact just how important they are. Massive. Um, I think I prefer her designs to Rin and Len. Yes, I definitely do. Her personality, I like more. Her personality, I like more. Her voice, I I feel I feel like they're similar on many levels. They're very but similar. I, think I prefer Rin and Len's voice. Same here, but I think overall I more prefer tones. Yeah, Tone is a character. She gets the two out of yeah. three. So, see you. Oh, I prefer CU's design. You prefer CU's design, really? It's got a cat aspect. Yeah, that's fair. What about personality? Because we had to create both of their personalities. I CU's. I feel like. See, Do you prefer the Owo? Mm, okay, but Tone's backstory is the same as CU's, but 
she's based in the future. Yes. Which is just kind of more fun. That's very good. Yeah. Um, so I think I prefer Tone's personality. Now, then there's the difficult one. Which one is whose voice? Tone's. No, CU's. CU's voice. CU's voice. Yeah. I think I have to go with CU's voice. I think I'm with you too. Yeah. I just, yeah. Excellent. I get you. So that means Tone goes to number seven. Two, two good weeks, actually. Two absolute slappers of a week. Yeah, sorry for Mew for not doing well for V3, but these ones have been going good. Um, and that brings us to the end of the episode. So find us on our social medias at rate-a-tumblr. No, no, rate-a-lloyd.tumblr.com. <laughs> Come and rate Tumblr. Don't. Um, <laughs> find us on Twitter at Lloyd Rates, capital L, capital R. Find me on Twitter at Pirate Killjoy. Yes, and find me on Twitter at Harps Monty. Find our Patreon in the episode description for That's Not Canon. Yeah, so um, it's not our Patreon specifically. It, it's but it's the network. It's the networks. It allows people to do more live shows and that kind of stuff. I would love the idea of us doing a live show. God, could you imagine? Does that mean we get to just blast Vocaloid at people? Oh my God, I'm horrified. Oh, maybe we could save Miku for a live show. <gasps> oh, a special. If we ever do a live show, if we ever have enough people who want a live show, I we may do Miku. I can't see it happening. We can hope. We can hope. Listen, it's big da- good to have the if. It's just fun to do it. It's so good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. but basically without, without the help of the network, we wouldn't be able to have this much fun yeah, at all. Yeah, Zane deserves it, seriously. Uh, check out other That's Not Canon podcasts. There's a bunch of really cool ones around the place. Absolutely. Review us on your podcast app of choice and tell your friends about us because we're fantastic. Yes. Um, I think we're a good podcast. I think everyone should listen to us. Yeah, everyone at all times. Uh, And join us next next week where we will be reviewing... I didn't get this up beforehand. Oh, no, it's Oliver, I believe. (gasps) Oh, Oliver. Oliver. Yeah, next week is Oliver. Hell yes. So have a wonderful time, friendos. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.